Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners. The hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. So Jace and Dedeker, we have done it. We have reached the final moments of Joshua's life. He's about to die. I'm so excited. Here we are. <laughs> the moment Emily's the been waiting come. for us. Finally. I'm a little sad to be saying goodbye to Henry Cavill, because Oof. I do like that boy. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose you're right. Maybe you can come back in a cameo, in Ooh. kind of a little fan cameo. That's, yeah, it's possible. Later Love on. It. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Maybe yeah. if there's some descendant of Joshua, you can come back and play oh, that, that'd be, that yeah, person. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, yeah, one of those movies where at different periods in time, it's the same actors coming back, yes. playing different roles. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Like in Could Dracula. Be cool. Could be cool. Yeah, I just finished watching Dracula, and uh, spoiler alert, but that happens. That exact trope that you just talked about <laughs> happens. So that's fun. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So now we're here. Where this is it. This is the final episode of Joshua. So for those of you who've stuck with us this far, congratulations. Uh, we're here. This is it. This is the moment. Emily, do you remember what happened last time? I remember that I talked about a lot of different places and names uh-huh. that I didn't know how to pronounce. Surprise, surprise. And it was really that's, tough. That's been the last few episodes. Yeah, exactly. But it was essentially the same. But I did. We got through like the nine different tribes or the how the third, the 12, the how many tribes? 12 tribes. Well, yeah. <laughs> There's well, 12 tribes. It's and then kind they... of 13 since Manasseh got split in half. Right. Oh, yeah. And then they okay. also kind of appropriated some cities from the other tribes to give to the Levites. Yeah. Do you remember that? For that was city, weird. Specific cities that the Levites could live in. Yeah. And hang right. out in. Yeah. That we're still a little unclear on if they just get to live there or if they own those now. There's also what? that whole drama of like, you, I forget who it was. Was it Judah or the Reubenites or something? Like, you have more than enough. You have too much. We're going to take some of that and give it to someone else. And there's uh, yeah, no right. way. That was weird. That the happened politics, willingly. Yeah. They were very strange for sure. But yeah, I, I just I remembered that that happened. And I guess we we finished that part of the story. Me having to like say all of these freaking names. And of course, it was me who had to say <laughs> them again and not one of you. And then uh, there was a golem. And that's pretty much all I remember. Okay, so there was not actually a golem. Let's <laughs> oh, be clear. Well, there was a city. We talked named about a golem? golem or something. Yeah, that's what oh. got us off on that tangent. Whoops! But there, there were no actual golems yet in the in making the of this Bible. Okay, we <laughs> we kind of made a golem happen. We made a golem happen. Mm, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. With our with our positive thoughts. <laughs> well, there you go. I said there was a golem. I didn't say where it was. I just said there was okay. one. Okay, yeah. that's true. So we yeah. created that's one true. out of thin air. That is all true. All right, so for this final episode, what are we all drinking? Not the final well, episode of the I... whole thing, because we're not done with the Bible, that's for sure. No. Oh, no. No, we're oh, still no. cursed. Still cursed by that witch. Um, <laughs> I am drinking some Crown Royal. 
I have kind of a weird drink set up here where I have my mug of tea and then just a shot, a very full shot glass of whiskey that I'm sipping out <laughs> so, of. So you kind of go back wow. and forth. Kind of double them. fisting between the tea and the whiskey. Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. So it's kind of a hot toddy, but not quite. Yeah. Yeah. Like a hot toddy, a deconstructed hot toddy, but without the lemon tea. And instead it's... Yeah. Maybe that's going to be the new trend is deconstructed cocktails where instead of it all mixed together, they just give you a bunch of little cups of this and like, here, try stuff. Be unique. Create your own mix. You Gen Zer. I don't know. Dedeker, you have to make that happen now. Like that's maybe that's the drunk Bible study thing. It's oh, like, yeah. you know, we are the sum of our parts or something that we're better than the sum of our parts. I don't know. That's, that's poetic. The whole thing's or a metaphor. Almost, yeah. almost poetic. I love it. Yeah, that's great. So they poetic. give you like a little shot glass of the spirit, and then they give you like another little shot glass that has, you know, some of the mixer, and then a glass with more of the mixer, and then a cup that's just got ice in it. Here's a branch of rosemary for you to rub on whatever you want to rub it on. We're not going to tell you what. Just right. go nuts. <laughs> or you can drink them all separately, by all means. Enjoy yourself. But That's don't so do both funny. at the same time. All right, time. what are you drinking? Wait, uh, yeah. Exactly. So, there you go. <laughs> so are not there yet. <laughs> Say what you're drinking. of this show know that uh, when Dedeker and I are in Japan, we really like to do chuhais, which are these kind of, um, you know, fruity malt beverage type things that are actually good. I know that sounds terrible, but they're actually good. Uh, and so in Korea, when I was, you know, we're still here in Korea, and I went to the grocery store to pick up some alcohol for us to have in the house, and... I saw these things and I actually had to stand there for a while because I wasn't sure if they were alcoholic or not. And I don't read Korean very well. So I couldn't tell just uh. from looking at the label. So I must have stood in front of the refrigerator for like 10 minutes. But I watched other people come up and pick things out of the case. And I saw someone who seemed like they were definitely picking up alcohol. <laughs> now, how how exactly did they seem that way? Well, what I mean by that is that the other things they picked up were all also alcohol. Like it was beer okay. and you know stuff that I was like, okay, I know that's alcohol. And then they also grabbed a couple bottles of this clear liquid uh, that had different labels like with fruits on them where I was like, I can't tell if these are fruit sodas because the fridge basically went fruits. beer, these clear drinks, and then sodas. And I was like, which category is this? <laughs> and someone picked something that was on the other side of beer from these drinks I'd been looking at. Uh. And I was like, okay. So if that's alcohol <laughs> on the other side, and then this is in between that and beer, this is probably also alcoholic. So I picked it up, and this one is a uh, blueberry flavored. So it's blueberry. Oh, yeah, that's flavored. that's just isn't that just soju? Yeah, it's basically a soju type thing. I mean, that's kind of what Chuhai yeah. is—is a variation on a theme by soju. Uh, okay, so, well they have those in in China, so yeah, like it looks exactly like that. Oh, like this brand even. Uh, I think so, yeah. Oh, see, yeah. if you'd been it's here, you would have known that. You would have recognized Yeah, I would have been like, yes, that's alcohol. Calm down. Got it. Yeah. yeah, see, I was there by myself, and I was scared. But I, I, see. I, I figured see. it out. It's a uh, 13.5%, I guess, Yeah. which seems yeah. high. Uh, but here we are. So we'll see how this goes. No, exactly. It, it's kind of amazing. It's like a small bottle of wine, essentially, like what you would get alcohol percentage-wise in a bottle of wine you get in that little thing. Right, but it's blueberry um, flavored and much sugarier. Well, I'm having a ginger gimlet. It is Ooh. delightful. That sounds great. So, Josh, yeah, my partner, when I was gone, he did a bunch of very 
fun like homey things and one of them included making his own uh simple syrup with ginger and one with like citrus and then he made candied citrus peels and candied ginger peels and so i had the ginger version of this cocktail which is just like it's gin and lime and then the ginger syrup and that's it that sounds great it's very good I, I will say, a gimlet is like my favorite drink, and I love gin. It's botanical. It's better than vodka, in my opinion. <laughs> so, yeah, 21 awesome. botanicals. Yeah. Okay, so we are All well right. equipped with our deconstructed cocktails, our blueberry drinks. Or our constructed <laughs> cocktails, yeah. Our very constructed cocktails, yes. All right, today, everyone, we are reading Joshua 22, 23, and 24. That is the last three chapters. And as we get started, Woo. we want to remind everybody to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us, or you can listen to us while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that... Joshua 22. Then Joshua called the Reubenites and the Gadites and the half-tribe of Manasseh and said to them, You have kept all that Moses, the servant of Yahweh, commanded you and have listened to my voice in all that I commanded you. You have not left your brothers these many days to this day, but have kept the charge of the commandment of Yahweh your God. I'm assuming he means the fact that they went and fought even though they had taken the land from the other side. He's like, you listened to my opinions. You let me wax poetic about my last breakup. You were just like such good friends Thanks so much. Yeah, I've been a real pal. Good man. Yeah. Now Yahweh your God has given rest to your brothers as he spoke to them. Therefore, now turn you and get you to your tents. Now get out of my sight. (laughs) (laughs) Get out of here. I'm done with you. You're nothing to me. (laughs) To the land of your possession, which Moses, the servant of Yahweh, gave you beyond the Jordan. Oh, maybe because they were sticking around a little too long afterward. And he's like, okay, you guys are so great. Now just go, go home. Go back. Remember all that land that you had before? Yeah, yeah. Go back. How how can I miss you if you don't go away? (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Yeah. (laughs) Only. Absence makes the heart go fonder. Yeah. Only take diligent heed to the commandment and the law which Moses, the servant of Yahweh, commanded you to love Yahweh your God, to walk in all his ways, and to keep his commandments, and to cleave to him, and to serve him with all your heart and with all your soul. So, Great. yeah. So Joshua blessed them and <laughs> sent them away, Lovely. and they went to their tents. All right. Okay. Oh, okay. Story right. D- done. Happily Great. ever after. The end. Okay. Yeah. Next. Now, to the one half tribe of Manasseh, Moses had given inheritance in Bashan, but to the other half gave Joshua among their brothers beyond the Jordan westward. Yeah, okay, right. So Bashan was on the other side, was on the east side of the Jordan. So that was the half-tribe we were just talking to, the one that Moses gave the inheritance to before, right? Yes. I, yeah. So they I, stayed and did not cross the River Jordan because they were like, we like it over here. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah, I remember the sheepfolds and cattle and all the space and stuff like that. 
Right. But then, yeah. but then Moses Sweet. said, okay, I'll give it to you if you still come across and fight with us and then go back. So that's, okay. that's what was just happening, right? Josh was like, cool, cool, thanks. And so now I think we're going to talk about the other half of the tribe of Manasseh. So, but to the other half okay. gave Joshua among their brothers beyond the Jordan westward. Moreover, when Joshua sent them away to their tents, he blessed them and spoke to them saying, return with much wealth to your tents and with very much cattle, oh. <laughs> with silver, <laughs> very much, <laughs> very much, with silver and with gold and with brass and with iron and with very much clothing. Wow. Okay. Wow. So is he sending these things with them or is he like, take all this from the peoples that you've, we've conquered and here, go, go, just go nuts? Well, so all of that colon, divide the spoils of your enemies with your brothers. Oh. So yeah, it does seem to imply like, we now have all this because we've conquered all these people. So make sure to share it nicely. Yeah. Share it Sharing nicely. is caring. Okay. okay. <clears throat> so I guess, no, that was to the ones that he was sending back then. Okay. Okay. The children of Reuben and the children of Gad and the half tribe of Manasseh returned and departed from the children of Israel out of Shiloh, which is in the land of Canaan, to go to the land of Gilead, to the land of their possession, whereof they were possessed according to the commandment of Yahweh by Moses. Wait, like, possessed we, by whom? What? <laughs> the, the, just that they possessed those lands from before. Where, okay. whereof, whereof they were possessed, I think means they possessed I see, like them. meaning the land? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, <laughs> really well written, just sterling, sterling job, everyone. Yeah, the land of their possession, whereof they were possessed, must just mean... The land of their possession that they possessed. I guess that's what it means. Okay. Uh, when they came to the region about the Jordan that is in the land of Canaan, the children of Reuben and the children of Gad and the half-tribe of Manasseh built there an altar by the Jordan. A great altar to oh. look on. Oh, nice. This is just great. Uh, ooh. So the great. children of Israel heard say, Behold, the children of Reuben and the children of Gad and the half-tribe of Manasseh have built an altar in the forefront of the land of Canaan in the region about the Jordan on the side that pertains to the children of Israel. Okay. I love how they just have to always say that the half-tribe of Manasseh. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's not a full tribe. It's just a half-tribe. Everyone calm down. Like, We're not going to let anyone forget that fact ever. Yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> We're being very clear. When the children yeah. of Israel heard of it, the whole congregation of the children of Israel gathered themselves together at Shiloh to go up against them to war. What? Wait, what? They, they were Ooh. not into this. Wait, who? Well, hold on. Okay, yeah, okay, hold on. I mean, it gets points for going in a place I didn't expect, but <laughs> That's true. it loses points for being really confusing. Who? Okay. It's very confusing. I, so, no, I, think I, I think I get it. What is it? Explain it, please. I, I will try. So, <laughs> so... As the children of Reuben and Gad and the half-tribe of Manasseh were heading back to go cross the Jordan to the land that they owned, while they were on their way back, they built an altar by the Jordan yes. on the other side from the oh, one they owned. Okay. Okay. Right? So, yeah, they built it in the region about the Jordan that is in the land of Canaan, so on the... East so they side. built it in the land of Canaan, which is now owned by the Israelites. Right. 
and they built a great altar there to look on. And the children of Israel said, behold, yo, the children of Reuben and the children of Gad and the half tribe of Manasseh have built an altar in the forefront of the land of Canaan in the region about the Jordan on the side that pertains to the children of Israel on our side. But they're on the same oh. side. No, they're on their way back to their yes, other side. But but I mean philosophically they're oh, on the philosophically same side. The same side, I see. Not physically uh, on no. the same side. Yeah, this is confusing. And to the same God. Why are they upset about this? Is it just because like, hey, that was our land and we got to decide what to do with that land and I don't care if you're building an altar. We just didn't want an altar there. So we're going to go to war against you. What is happening? I mean, why are different? Come on. Why are different sects of, you know, people nowadays at war yeah. with know, each other? Yelling at each That's other for only. abusing moderator privileges. Yeah. No, I'm yeah, just okay. saying like, right. this is the no, problem no, that I've had with religion in the first place. Yeah, no, it you're, makes sense. I mean, I don't right. think it's just religion, but it's just it's sibling warfare now. This, right? yeah, this the tribes seems, all against each other. This seems to be the first time that <laughs> we've right. seen this, though, where it's like now that we've conquered everyone else, we need to fight it's someone. The early let's, days. Let's fight yes. each other. This is where exactly. it all started. Oh my yeah. goodness. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So now they're going to war because someone built an altar to the god that we all worship, by the way. But right, they did it in they a place they weren't supposed land. to. Yeah. Built How it on they? our land. Mm-hmm. No, okay. no altar worship. Oh no. Okay. It's your god. I want to know which side is Yahweh going to come down on this one. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. Or Ooh. or is Joshua going to come up with some very clever political solution to this, like he did with the other people who have complained about, like, oh, but we didn't get enough land, and, you know. He's going to be like, cut the altar in half, and whoever cares the most about the altar is the real mother. Y- yep. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't gotten there yet, Dave. we haven't gotten to that story yet. <laughs> Okay, <clears throat> the children of Israel, so I guess we're now calling all of the ones on the Canaan side the children of Israel. The children of Israel, and then and all y'all other people, whoever the hell you are, bye. Well, they're the ones that we have to refer to specifically oh, gosh, as the that's children why of Reuben, children to... of Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh. So we have okay. to do the full oh, okay, list. Okay, okay. okay, so the children of Israel sent to the children of Reuben and the children of Gad and the half-tribe of Manasseh into the land of Gilead, Phineas the son of Eleazar the priest, and with him ten princes, one prince of a father's house for each of the tribes of Israel. And they were every one of them head of their father's houses among the thousands of Israel. Yeah, yeah, we know what the princes are. We've been here before. (laughs) They came to the children of Reuben and the children of Gad and to the half-tribe of Manasseh, to the land of Gilead, and they spoke with them saying, thus says literally the whole congregation of Yahweh, what trespass, trespass, what trespass is this that, that you have committed against the God of Israel to turn away this day from following Yahweh and that you have built an altar to rebel this day against Yahweh? What? Is this I, altar for someone else? Yeah. What is happening? Is it actually for, for like the gods of the Canaanites? What? Okay, let's keep going why and see would, if this- Why? Why yeah. would that happen? Okay, carrying on, verse 17. Is the iniquity of Peor too little for us, from which we have not cleansed ourselves to this day, although there came a plague on the congregation of Yahweh, that you must turn away this day from following Yahweh? And it will be, seeing you rebel today against Yahweh, that tomorrow he will be angry with the whole congregation of Israel. He did, that is, yes, that is yes, true. He did make that clear. Accurate prediction, yeah. yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> However, if in the land... Yeah, sorry. However, if the land of your possession be unclean, 
then pass over to the land of the possession of Yahweh, in which Yahweh's tent dwells, and take possession among us. But don't rebel against Yahweh, nor rebel against us, in building you an altar besides the altar of Yahweh our God. Okay, so this has to have been a, a different altar. Or they just didn't I, like the architectural style just, of it. Or I'm just I I'm surprised. I'm, I'm ba- yeah, I'm baffled. Happen? I'm baffled. Yeah. This was like yeah. zero to sixty. After all that we've been through, yeah. goodness. Yeah. Do we should we look up another translation? Is are we at that point here? I'm sure. Let's just I mean, check. If you I, want. I just I just want to hear a different translation of specifically that verse that's explaining when they built the altar, because I feel like that's when it would clarify they built an altar to someone that was not Yahweh. Poo poo on them. Right. I mean, are we we're gonna Poo-poo. go to the message as always? Well, <laughs> I mean, ob- what else are we gonna go to? Tyndale's <laughs> not around, sadly. Yeah, miss that guy. All right. Here's the message. Uh, so they've been. I'm gonna start from verse ten. So as they're on okay. their way out, they arrived at okay. Geliloth on the Jordan, touching on Canaanite land in parentheses. There, the Reubenites, Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh built an altar on the banks of the Jordan. A huge altar! Exclamation point. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, hold Gigantic. On. <laughs> Let me... Sorry, what? Does it keep going? <laughs> it keeps going. It keeps going. Okay. A huge altar. The people of Israel heard of it. What's this? The Reubenites, Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh have built an altar facing the land of Canaan at Geliloth on the Jordan across from the people of Israel. So, okay... But even here, they don't clarify, oh, it's to some other god. It's just because they built a big one facing the wrong way or in the wrong yeah. location. And just and th- the fact that the translator chooses to emphasize, it was huge, this ridiculous thing. Such an eyesore. It was gigantic. <laughs> can't believe yeah. what they did. We had to get rid of these guys. Jeez. Okay, so, so then they send the they send Phineas and all these princes over, and they went to the Reubenites, Gadites, and Haftar of Medicine and spoke to them. The entire congregation of God wants to know, what is this violation against the God of Israel that you've committed, turning your back on God and building your own altar? Oh, this is still the message you're reading from? Yeah, okay. a blatant act of rebellion against God. Wasn't the crime of Peor enough for us? Why, to this day, we aren't rid of it, still living with the fallout of the plague on the congregation of God. Look at you turning your back on God. If you rebel against God today, tomorrow he'll vent his anger on all of us. The entire congregation of Israel, of I still will. don't understand. Well, let's go back to the original text and maybe, 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 long yeah. shot, maybe we'll understand in reading the... F- the you know the finale, finale of the <laughs> okay. story or maybe and if we'll not there, the there's bonus. always the bonus episode yep. yeah okay yeah is it that it's a bigger altar than theirs <laughs> okay all right how dare you <laughs> uh okay continuing on verse 20 didn't Achan, the son of Zerah, commit a trespass in the devoted thing and wrath fell on all the congregation of israel and that man didn't perish what, alone in his iniquity right he killed all his what, family what was this again too. That was the uh, Achan was the guy who kept all uh, kept some of the precious things from the uh, from Canaan, I yep. guess, when they or from Jericho, I guess, when they went okay. in and destroyed everything. And remember, he, uh, yeah. he they they stoned him and potentially also all of his wives and children and livestock. It's hard to yeah. say. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> Jeez. Then the children of Reuben and the children of Gad and the half-tribe of Manasseh answered and spoke to the heads of the thousands of Israel. Okay, let's clarify. The mighty one, God, Yahweh, the mighty one, God, y- yeah, that, that, Yahweh. What, seriously? <laughs> okay, we got it. Jeez. Jeez. He knows. 
and Israel, he shall know. If it be in rebellion, or if it, or if in trespass against Yahweh, don't, in parentheses, don't save us this day, that we have built an altar to turn away from following Yahweh, or if to offer thereon burnt offering or meal offering, or if to offer sacrifices of peace offerings thereon, let Yahweh himself require it. Okay, so they're kind of calling their that bluff makes and being total like, sense. Gosh. No, no, they're like, wow. like, everyone, calm down. Just sit down. <laughs> if we actually did this to rebel against God, God would know and he would punish us. And so I, that, that sounds like what they're doing is they're kind of like trying to call everyone's bluff and be like, we just built an altar. It wasn't for rebelling. And yeah. Yahweh will be the judge of that. Okay, yeah. And they, they continue on now. And if we have not, rather out of carelessness, done this, and of purpose, saying, in time to come, your children might speak to our children, saying, what have you to do with Yahweh, the God of Israel? For Yahweh has made the Jordan a border between us and you, you children of Reuben and children of Gad. You have no portion in Yahweh. So might your children make our children cease from fearing Yahweh. Okay. So they're saying maybe we're not rebelling, but we're actually just doing this to make sure that our children remember because we're way over here, right? Mm, we're okay. almost in a separate land from you guys. And we want to be sure they know that like mm. we can see that we made it so big so we can <laughs> see it from all the way <laughs> all out the by way our across. folded sheepies. <laughs> it really can... is an eyesore, but <laughs> see, okay. Okay. When I was living in uh, Ohio and going to school in Cincinnati, I would sometimes like go to Dayton. Um, I think I've talked about this before, but like on the way to Dayton, Ohio, to like go out and fly out back to Tucson, there uh -huh. was a giant thing that we affectionately called Touchdown Jesus because it was just, it was like a football sized looking not football size but like one of the goal, <laughs> like posts, a goal post on a football field yeah and it was doing the goal post thing it was looking up into the sky with its arms raised yeah. and we called it touchdown jesus because touchdown jesus was like you know you could throw a touchdown through it or throw a, oh my god i can a, see it whatever can, you do in i found football. it if i you, can tell yeah, that yeah there it is Google, it literally if you oh Google and it burned down jesus. it burned down Oh. It burned down. They remade it, but it burned down. Wow. It was it's amazing. funny, though, because I feel like it really should be field goal Jesus, but <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, but but touchdown Jesus has a certain ring to it. Okay. So that's what you're imagining when but you're yeah. thinking about this huge altar <laughs> that they built? <laughs> yes, that is what I'm imagining. I think that okay. we should definitely... We're, okay, in the show notes or like on social media or something, we need to put a picture of Touchdown Jesus because right. it is truly okay. yeah. amazing. Make a note of it. <clears throat> okay. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. So it's so that we can remember. Uh, and therefore... <laughs> Indeed. Yes. Therefore, we said, uh, let us now prepare to build us an altar. Not for burnt offering, nor for sacrifice, but it shall be a witness between us and you and between our generations after us that we may do the service of Yahweh before him with our burnt offerings and with our sacrifices and with our peace offerings. That your children may not tell our children in time to come, you have no portion in Yahweh. My dad's more Yahweh than your okay, dad. Okay, so they're kind of flipping the script here a little bit. 
I don't know. I, or, oh, I, I mean, they're just saying like, no, we're being extra pious. Yeah. yeah they're okay. like, no, no, no. This shows that we're even better, better good boys for Yahweh. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Better, better good boys. I like good boys for Yahweh. Mm. It's like a... No, good, totally. Like a, I'm like, is that a thing? Scout <laughs> I feel like that might be, that's got to be a thing. Oh, yeah. Cute. I love it. <laughs> All right. Therefore, said we, it shall be. When they so tell us, or to okay. our generations in time to come, that we shall say, Behold, the pattern of the altar of Yahweh, which our fathers made, not for burnt offerings nor for sacrifice, but is it, it is a witness between us and you. Far be it from us that we should rebel against Yahweh and turn away this day from following Yahweh. They're like, to... trust us. He's told us 600 times <laughs> yeah. what's going to happen to us if we stray. Uh-huh. <laughs> to build an altar for burnt offering, for meal offering, or for sacrifice besides the altar of Yahweh our God that is before his tent. Okay, so just, yeah, just that I think they were thinking that they were going to do sacrifices there, which you can't do unless it's one of the official sanctioned Levite altars, I guess. Uh Okay. Or at the tent of meeting or something. I don't know. Okay. When Finny Finnehas. When Finny. Finny. I like, I like yeah, Finny for sure. Okay, okay. When Finny the priest and the princes of the congregation, even the heads of the houses of Israel that were with him, heard the words that the children of Reuben and the children of Gad and the children of Manasseh spoke, it pleased them well. Oh, okay. So they bought it. Yeah, they bought it. Finney, the son of Eleazar, the priest, said to the children of Reuben and to the children of Gad and to the children of Manasseh, This day we know that Yahweh is in the midst of us, because you have not committed this trespass against Yahweh. Now have you delivered the children of Israel out of the hand of Yahweh? By explaining yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Well done. Finney, the son of Eleazar, the priest, and the princes, returned from the children of Reuben and, of course, from the children of Gad. (laughs) Oh, not the, not the Manasseh this time, though. Huh. Just they returned from the children of Reuben and the children of Gad out of the land of Gilead to the land of Canaan to the children of Israel and brought them word again. The thing pleased the children of Israel. The, and the thing? T- the thing. Which thing? Just that what thing. happened? Their explanation? The, the, the word the they brought. The whole thing. Yeah, the whole thing. Uh, this whole interaction really pleased them. They're like, oh, what a good story. What a silly great. goof. Oh, wow. Uh, whoops. No The problem. thing pleased the children of Israel. <laughs> and the children. Oh, yeah, it is kind of like that. Uh, and the children of Israel blessed God and spoke no more of going up against them to war, to destroy the land in which the children of Reuben and the children of Gad lived. The children of Reuben and the children of Gad called the altar Ed. <laughs> what? Excuse me? Excuse me? Excuse you? Uh, how is that spelled exactly? What? Just like it E-D, sounds? Oh Ed. my god. <laughs> it's in Wait, square brackets what? though. It's in square brackets, oh. which I don't know what that's so about. Someone just decided like retro like after the fact to just be like, okay, you know what? Oh. We've got to give this altar a name. I don't know, man, your name. I, I like your name, Ed. Yeah, let's just give it that name. Whatever. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Or does this Ed mean an editor's note? Because, oh. okay, so it says, and they oh. called the altar square brackets Ed colon. Now we're not in the square brackets anymore. For square brackets, they said, and square brackets, it is a witness between us that Yahweh is God. Well, we got to look up a translation for that one. We got to see if Ed really, you know, shows up across translations or not. Well, so in the message, which I don't know if I trust for this type of translation work. Okay. But the message says Reuben and Gad named the altar, colon, 
a witness between us. Oh. God alone is God. What? Okay, let's. Okay, all right. So that's, that's what the message very says. Very different than Ed. What's a more traditional? <laughs> it's very different from. What's Ed. your more traditional translation? I just really, I just really like calling it Ed. <laughs> I, what does the I NIV do say? That's wonderful. What's okay. the NIV say? Yeah. All right. NIV says, "And the Reubenites and the Gadites gave the altar this name: colon, a witness between us that the Lord is God." Okay. So yeah, no one else has Ed. <laughs> <laughs> But we know in our hearts. <laughs> I think maybe Ed. you're right that it's. Yeah, I think maybe it's editor. Maybe you're right. That's mm. funny though. Let's, I, I, let's just call it Ed, like affectionately Ed. I see. That's like the nickname for that's it. That's what the locals yeah. call it, you know. Right. Okay. So the Webster Bible has they called the altar Ed colon and then the huh. the name and then the World English Bible, which we're reading, says Ed. Oh. Oh. Okay. Check this out. The third millennium Bible says, and the children of Reuben and the children of Gad called the altar Ed, no square brackets this time. Huh. But then right huh. after that in square brackets, it says that is a witness. Okay. So that seems, like that Ed seems to imply that Ed name. is the name. Or, or Ed. Yeah. Oh, I see. So the new living translation says the people of Reuben and Gad named the altar witness. For they said, it is a witness between us and them that the Lord no, is our God, too. I'm looking it up, and that, that tracks that Ed means witness. Okay. It tracks. It's oh. Ed. Its okay. name is Ed. Huh. Its, its <laughs> name is Ed. Here's where we should have gone. Wow. To the Orthodox cool. Jewish Bible. The Orthodox uh, oh, Jewish yeah. Bible sets us straight here. It says, and the B'nai Reuven and the B'nai Gad, I guess that's families, called the Mizbeach Ed. Mm-hmm. Parentheses, witness. For it is between us that Hashem is Ha Elohim. Okay, yeah. Hashem is Ha Elohim and and the altar is Ed. Okay, great. (laughs) That's that's the end of 22. All right. (laughs) My my watch has ended in Joshua. Wow. Wow, what a good story there. It's just... (laughs) We were about to obliterate them. I have to say... Well, that's the thing. Like, I have to say how sweet it is that finally we got a story where it's like, oh, no, somebody did something wrong. And then, you know, it worked out. Peacefully. Oh, it's true. Kill everyone. Yeah. They yeah. got an opportunity yeah, yeah, to explain kill themselves. Everyone. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's great. How amazing okay. is that? That is positive. Love it. Joshua 23. It happened after many days when Yahweh had given rest to Israel from all their enemies round about. And Joshua's old and well-stricken in years. Oh, We've been here before. Yeah. Well-stricken. He's got to start his final monologue, uh-huh. just like Moses. Okay, so Joshua was old and well-stricken in years, that Joshua called for all Israel, for their elders and for oh. their heads, and for their judges and for their officers, and said to them, I am old and well-stricken in years. <laughs> These men are just exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. Old men. It's interchangeable. Yeah. And you have seen yeah, all seriously. that Yahweh your God has done to all these nations because of you. For Yahweh your God, he it is that has fought for you. Behold, I have allotted to you these nations that remain to be an inheritance for your tribes from the Jordan with all the nations that I have cut off, even to the great sea toward the going down of the sun. Yahweh your God, he will trust, he will thrust them, not trust, he will (laughs) thrust them out before you and drive them from out of your sight and you shall possess their land as Yahweh your God spoke to you. Therefore, be you very courageous to keep and to do all that is written in the book of the law of Mm. Moses that you not turn aside from it to the right hand or to the left. 
that you not come among these nations, these that remain among you, neither make mention of the name of their gods, nor cause to swear by them, neither serve them, nor bow down yourselves to them, but cleave to Yahweh your God, as you have done to this day. For Yahweh has driven out from before you great nations and strong, but as for you, no man has stood before you to this day, except for like all the tribes that we mentioned where it was like, we tried to beat them, them couldn't beat them, so they still hang out, it's cool. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we're, uh, we don't talk about them. Yeah. Yeah. One man of you shall chase a thousand, for Yahweh your God, he it is who fights for you as he spoke to you. Take good heed, therefore, to yourselves, that you love Yahweh your God. Else, if you do all, if you do at all go back and cleave to the remnant of these nations, even mm. those who Oof. remain among you, and make marriages with them, and go into them, oh, and boy. they to you. Ah. We know that, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know for certainty that Yahweh your God will no more drive these nations from out of your sight, but they shall be a snare and a trap to you, and a scourge in your sides, and thorns in your eyes. Ouch. Until you perish from off this good land which Yahweh your God has given you. Wait, is he saying... Wait, I'm sorry. Is he saying that, like, you can't, you know, be with people from different tribes? I think that's what he's saying. Because we already have people... But we have like big people who are with those from other tribes. Like who? Well, like Moses. So yeah. Well, but that was that was way back in the day before we're settled in Canaan. Ugh. 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 Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Behold, this day I am going the way of all the earth, and you know in all your hearts and in all your souls that not one oh, thing is coming. Not one thing has failed of all the good things which Yahweh your God spoke concerning you. All are happened to you. Not one thing has failed of it. (laughs) It shall happen. That as all the good things are come on you of which Yahweh your God spoke to you, so will Yahweh bring on you all the evil things until he have destroyed you from off this good land which Yahweh your God has given you. When you disobey the covenant of Yahweh your God, which he commanded you, and go and serve other gods, and bow down yourselves to them, then will the anger of Yahweh be kindled against you, and you shall perish quickly from off the good land which he has given to you. That was all that was all Joshua had to say, I guess, in that chapter. This is I'm sorry, this is a lot of like fear-based stuff here. I mean, I guess I get the I understand like why like fear is such a big part, I feel, of religion. Because, like, this is all that they're talking about. They're just talking about a lot of, like, well, and don't you do that because God will punish you slash murder you in your sleep. <laughs> Dead. Yeah. Well, there's, yeah, like we talked about before with Moses, where he kind of really did the whole carrot, then the stick kind of thing, yeah. you know, of, yeah. oh, it's going to yeah. be so great. Look at all these great things. But if you cross them, who boy, all the horrible things. Ooh. Right? Like yeah. your what was it? Your ground will be made of iron and your sky will be made of steel or something. Oh, Do you right, remember and that? Gonna, and you're gonna yeah. eat your babies. And, oh yeah, eating your babies. And you're gonna and be sad that. that your neighbor doesn't share more of his baby and mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Yep. So <laughs> Wow. All right. Emily, are you wow. prepared right. for I'm your so duty? ready. I'm so ready to bring her home. Bring him home. Joshua, bring I mean. Him home. In- Exactly. Yes, I'm talking about the little-known musical, the little-known song from that little-known musical. Le Josh. Uh, yeah, I'm ready lay, to do this thing. Lay Joshua's. Uh, l- l- yeah, lay him down. All right. So, Joshua 24, here we go. 
<clears throat> okay, excuse me. Joshua gathered all the tribes of Israel to Shechem and called for the elders of Israel and for their heads. He was going to cut them all off. <laughs> that wouldn't that be a weird plot to us? Sudden like, turn, wow, that's yeah. Random. Yeah, it's like, whoa, <laughs> I'm going really down. Bad, You're all like... going down with me. <laughs> I said that's so funny. Okay, um, okay, and for their judges, and for their officers, oh, and they and presented their... themselves before God. Are what? they trying to set up the sequel here? Oh. He called for them and their judges. Yeah. So that. <laughs> okay. Oh. Set this up. I forgot it was judges next. So thanks for reminding me. <laughs> cool. Oh, and then the and then yeah, I mean this sets it up perfectly for the next one. Yeah, exactly. So they all presented themselves to God. Joshua said to all the people, thus says Yahweh, the God of Israel, your fathers lived of old time beyond the river, even Terah, 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 the father of Abraham and the father of Nahor, Nahor, and they served Nahor. It's more like Naor. That's really what it says. Naor. Okay. Okay. And they and they served other gods. I took your father Abraham from beyond the river and led him through. Wait, who is talking? Oh, g- Yahweh. Okay, that makes sense. Oh, Yahweh. No. Wait, oh, Yahweh. No, this Wait, is Joshua. It? Oh no, Joshua. Oh no, it saying- is Joshua. Joshua said, thus says Yahweh. The so Yahweh. Yahweh. Okay, okay. Th- that makes sense. Okay. okay. Yeah, because I was like, Joshua wasn't alive when Abraham was alive. Right. There's no way that he was. So I took your father Abraham from beyond the river and led him throughout all the land of Canaan and multiplied his seed <laughs> and gave him Isaac. I gave Isaac Jacob and Esau, and I gave to Esau Mount Seir to possess it. And Jacob and his children went down into Egypt. I sent Moses and Aaron, and I plagued Egypt according to that which I did in the midst of it. Wait, he's like doing almost like all of the freaking Bible like recapped, yeah. except this for like the recap Genesis of everything we've done so far. Yeah, and and Joe because technically we haven't gotten there yet, but we have. Hmm. Cool. Okay, but Job's I kind of an unrelated Moses- story, right? Like yeah, Job is not cares. an Israelite, so he's not there. part of this story. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I feel like God is someone who has like multiple. He's just his attention can be split between like what's going on here and then maybe what's going on with Job at the same time. But like part of his attention is over with Job and then part of it is here. You know what I mean? Okay, sure. Yeah, I I think we determined that before when we were reading Job, though, that timeline wise, that would have been way, way back in like Genesis times. Which is well, why we read d- he it back was, then. Okay, well, he was like caring about Genesis stuff as well as Job at the same <laughs> right, time. Right, right, right. That's what I mean. Okay, cool, cool. Cool, okay. So I sent Moses and Aaron and I plagued Egypt according to that which I did in the midst of it. And afterward, I brought you out. I brought your fathers out of Egypt and you came to the sea and the Egyptians pursued you after your fathers with chariots and with horsemen to the Red Sea. When they cried out to Yahweh, he put darkness between you and the Egyptians and brought the sea on them and covered them. And your eyes saw what I did in Egypt and you lived in the wilderness many days. Okay. We, yeah, I we've, we've brought read all you of this. In, that was many days. Yeah, exactly. 
I brought you to, into the land of the Amorites that lived beyond the Jordan, and they fought with you, and I gave them into your hand, and you possessed the land, their land, and I destroyed them from before you. It's like he's just like, okay, guys, like, look at everything that I've done for you. We're just going to, like, do a little recap here because, like, I have a lot that I did for you, okay? And then what? he's going to, like, list off what he's doing. Yeah, no, I think it's good. You know, we're at the end of the book. We got to kind of recap, sum it all up. Yeah, but I didn't realize we'd be recapping the entire freaking Bible <laughs> up until now. Yeah, that's true. But whatever, here we are. Could have saved yeah. ourselves a lot of time and just read this. You're right. Absolutely. So uh, you possess the land and I destroyed them for before you. Then Balak, the son of Zippor, oh, Zippor, yeah. Zippor, you know, king of Moab, arose and fought against Israel. And he sent and called Balaam, the son of Beor, to curse you. But I would not listen to Balaam. Therefore, he blessed you still. So I delivered you out of his hand. And then you went I also over the killed Jordan. Balaam, I guess, because yeah. that was cool. No, exactly. That's what he's leaving out. That's what he's leaving out. And, mm. you know, remember the pillar of salt and like mm. all of those other people that I murdered, like so many people. We're not going to talk about them, but we're going to talk about all the other cool shit that I did. Cool, cool. So um, you went over the Jordan and came to Jericho and the men of Jericho fought against you. Uh, the Amorite and the Perizzite and the Canaanite and the Hittite and the Girgashite and the Hivite and the Jebusite, and I delivered them into your hand. I sent the hornet be oh, green hornet's making another oh, yeah. appearance. Seth huh. Rogan's back. I sent the hornet before you, which drove them out before you. Even the two kings of the Amorites, not with your sword nor with your bow. I, I feel like he's like looking at two people who are like up in the front with a sword and a bow and he's like I'm not talking to you two that's for sure <laughs> I gave you a land whereon you had not labored and cities which you didn't build <laughs> I love this and you dwell therein of vineyards and olive groves which you didn't plant as you eat Th this this has happened he's before. So, yeah, Moses yeah, he's definitely. Yeah, he's one hundred percent reminded this. them that like you didn't do so any funny. of this. Yeah, I, it's so good. I love it. I'm sorry. Like God is just like maybe orchestrating all this stuff, but these people did do like the manual labor to like get these things to a degree, like you know, like to at least conquer them. But whatever, it's fine. We're good. <laughs> Now, therefore, fear Yahweh and serve him in sincerity. See, we're still on fearing. Yep. Serve him in sincerity and in truth and put away the gods which your father served beyond the river and in Egypt and serve you Yahweh. If it seems evil to you to serve Yahweh, choose Whoa. you this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served that were beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites in the land and whose land you dwell. But as for me in my house, we will serve Yahweh. Who is Ooh. talking here? That, yeah, this is a very quoted, yeah. very quoted line. Yeah, super famous, Emily. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. oh, and you, okay. you did a great delivery of it. I liked it. I think that was well. Was I feel like it's. I feel like it's like a mother, like you know, in uh, saying this to her kids. It's like for me and my house, we serve Yahweh. <laughs> as you long as you mean? live under this roof, you're gonna worship Yahweh. <laughs> We're gonna serve Yahweh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, I guess it is kind of weird that Joshua kind of like popped back out of speaking for Yahweh and then just kind of went on his popped own back there, into talking about him. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess yeah. that's. Who he's talking about. Yeah. The people answered, far be it from us that we should forsake Yahweh to serve other gods. For Yahweh, our God, he 
it is who brought us and our fathers up out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage, and who did those great signs in our sight and preserved us in all the way in which he went and among all the people through the midst of whom we passed. And Yahweh drove out from before us all the peoples, even the Amorites who lived in the land. Therefore, we will also serve Yahweh, for he is our God. Well, okay, well, good, that. cool. Happy ending again. Yeah, good job. Amazing. Joshua said to the people, you can't serve Yahweh. Why? Wait, For he is a holy. I know. That's what he said. For he is a holy God. He is a jealous God. He will not forgive your disobedience nor your sins. Oh, <gasps> oh no. Oh, it's because, oh, no. okay. Is this where Josh- everyone dies? Joshua, is, he's what a is- grumpy old man now. They're like, yeah, yeah, uh, we'll, yeah, we'll serve Yahweh, old man. And he's like, you. And he's like, no, you won't. You won't. Yeah. <laughs> if you forsake Yahweh and serve foreign gods, then he will turn and do you evil and consume you. After that, he has done you good. After that, he has done you good. Or after, like, everything that he has done for you, I guess, I is guess when so, he ends. The people said to Joshua, no, but we will serve Yahweh. Joshua said to the people, you are witnesses against yourself that you have chosen you, Yahweh, to serve him. Wait. They said, we I, are witnesses. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> this is back and just... forth. Like, no, you won't. Yes, I will. No, you I won't. I thought like, he, had, he had such a good opinion of them for a little while no, there. No, he doesn't. Clearly, Joshua he did. doesn't. Didn't he? When? I don't know. He hates them, clearly. Well, but he's an old man now. He's, like, become Yeah, now he's all scraggly and and jaded. Has he not been an old old man this entire time? Like, did he just, like, all of a sudden become older? Like, was young and Henry Cavill hot for a little while. For a little while. But he has been old for a lot of this. Because remember, before they conquered all, or, like, while they were conquering lands is when Yahweh said, you are old and well-stricken in years, but get on up. You got to keep conquering. Remember that from a couple episodes ago? So, I feel yeah. like maybe he's like Bilbo when Bilbo has the ring, like he remains oh. like fairly young and beautiful. But then like the ring gets taken away at the end and he's like, feeble Bilbo, I've got to go to the Grey Havens, blah, blah, blah. Like, I think that that's what's <laughs> happening right now. OK, no, I like I like this part of the lore. Maybe we could kind of like, yeah, have that God in the movie. took away the ring and he's like, you're gone now. Bye bye. <laughs> go it. to the Grey Havens. Yeah. Like he starts aging much more rapidly uh, yeah. and becoming more weak. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. It's very sad. This will be cool. And that's so, where he gets real bitter. He's like, no, you won't. You don't know what it means yeah, to serve I, Yahweh. Exactly. Like, I served him and look what happened to me. Yeah. yeah. And they're all uh, like, okay, boomer. <laughs> okay, boomer. The people said to Yahweh, no, we will serve Yahweh. Joshua said to the people, you are witnesses against yourselves that you have chosen you, Yahweh, to serve him. They said, we are witnesses. Therefore, (laughs) now therefore put away, said he, the foreign gods which are among you and incline your heart to Yahweh, the God of Israel. The people said to Joshua, Yahweh, our God, we will serve and to his voice we will listen. So Joshua made a covenant with the people that day and set them a statute and an ordinance in Shechem. I guess Joshua was beaten down there. Okay, wait, could I? Okay, fine. Maybe maybe we're reading this all wrong. Maybe Joshua is Uh, not actually being like, no, you stupid kids, you won't worship Yahweh. Maybe if it's more of a like, I can't hear you. They're like, yeah. He's pumping them up. Yeah, maybe it's more of like, no, you won't. They're like, yeah, we will. Mm -hmm. No, you won't. Yeah, we will. He's like, yeah, that's what I'm talking Uh, about. I'm going to write this covenant. Hang on. I'm going to die. (laughs) Hang on. Yeah, here, here, I gotta, give, give me a second here. Yeah. Yeah, give me a stone tablet. So Josh, uh, give me the chisel. Just sit tight, sit tight. This will only take a sec. 
Yeah, we're good. We're good. Keep keep them pumped up, someone. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Joshua wrote these words in the book of the law for God, and he took a great stone, of course, like were all these great stones, and set it up there under the oak that was by the sanctuary of Yahweh. What's the sanctuary of Yahweh? Just like some I assume that's the main place. temple. Is it the tabernacle? Yeah, I think that's okay. where the tabernacle is now. Cool. Joshua said to all the people, Behold, this stone shall be witness against us, for it has heard all the words of Yahweh which he spoke to us. It shall be therefore a witness against you, lest you deny your God. Mm. So Joshua sent the people away, every man to his inheritance. Get out of my face. It <laughs> happened after these things. Oh, oh, here oh, it comes. It, it happened after these Give things. Give it some gravitas here. Okay. It happened after these things that Joshua, the son of Nun, the servant of Yahweh died, being 110 years old. Mm. <sighs> Thank goodness it happened. Yay. They buried him in the border of his inheritance in Timenath Sarah, Timenath Sarah, Sarah, which is in the hill country of Ephraim on the north of the mountain of Gash. It's Gash with Gash. two A's. Nice. Gash. Israel served Yahweh all the days of Joshua and all the days of the elders who outlived Joshua. And he had known all the work of Yahweh that he had worked for Israel. The bones Wait, sorry, of Joseph. Sorry. Can you go back. Go back. Hit, hit me I, with that I again. I don't know what it means. Israel. It's is, 31. Is, Israel. Israel served Yahweh all the days of Joshua and all the days of the elders who outlived Joshua, and he had known all the work of Yahweh that he had worked for Israel. Yeah, no idea. Not a clue. <laughs> not he had not, known. Not a clue. And just, and had known. So all the elders who that outlived Joshua had, and had known all the work. And had known all the work of Yahweh. Yeah. That he had worked for Israel. So is this saying that Israel, the people, not the person because he's dead, but that Israel yeah, I'm assuming. served Yahweh... During all of this time, and also until the elders who are alive now who saw all of this died, with the implication that maybe after that, they didn't? Uh, yeah, maybe. I like, don't know. Quite possibly. Yeah? Really? Ooh. Uh-oh. You know, like, it, that Yikes. just seems so, like, clearly defined. It's like, served it during him and the elders who lived after him who saw these things. And then we're going to get into yeah. some nasty shit. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe. Okay. So, yeah. The bones of Joseph, which the children of Israel brought up out of Egypt, buried they in Shechem in the parcel of ground which Jacob brought to the sons of Hamer, the father of Shechem, for a hundred pieces of money. Dude. <laughs> and they became the inheritance of the children of Joseph. Wait, that, okay. that place. The one. The no, one that, that was the place that was bought by Abraham, though. Wait, so then what was the place bought by Jacob? Must have been a different place later on, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but just the like this specific amount of money. I thought it was also a hundred in the other one. I also love that it's like pieces of money. We won't say what size those were, but just pieces, yeah. Oh, well, like know. it could it could have been anything. It could have been a hundred pennies. Who knows? Pieces <laughs> of money. Eleazar, the son of Aaron, died, and they buried him in the hill of oh. Phineas, his son, oh, which was gosh. given to him in the hill country of Ephraim. Goodness. Okay, and that's it. So Eleazar, <laughs> his death gets also literally just one sentence at the end. Aww, yeah, it's like, oh, mention. and that guy. That's true. Yeah, I guess. Okay. I mean, 
Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, All right. Well, that's it. So that means Gosh. that next time in Judges, we're going to be starting totally fresh. Whole new cast of characters. Right? Whoa. Because before, like, we had Whoa, Joshua like, was new, but Eleazar yeah. was already the priest. So we had some kind of carryover, and now it's, like, complete. And Joshua know, is... wasn't new. He was in Moses' story. That's true, too. Yeah, that's true, too. Although, I guess, I mean, yeah. Finney is in this story, so Finney will probably be the head priest next, so that makes sense. But we never, cool. like, set up who the new leader is, did we? We didn't. We nah. didn't have a whole big discussion about that. Is there right. going to be one? I, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know much about judges. I, I know some of the stories from judges, yeah. but like the whole story, I really don't know. So yeah, I have no idea. Wow, how exciting. Is there What's a whole happen? story? Well, there's we'll a whole book. There's, there's something book. in there. They've <laughs> written something down. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. So we, we well, will see. We did it. it. It'll be something. Judges has 21 chapters in it. So kind of huh. not dissimilar from, let's see, Joshua had, what, 23 chapters in it? 24. 24. Yeah, so Judges has 21, so even maybe a little bit shorter. Okay. All right. Yeah, I mean, depending how little. long those chapters are, but right. we'll see. Yeah, so we do Judges. It has 21 chapters, and then the entire book of Ruth is going to be one episode. Whoa. Wow. It's only four yeah. chapters. Wow. I didn't realize it, is... it was that short of a book. Wow. Okay. Amazing. Well, we can't wait to Sweet. see you all next week uh, when we start on Judges. Um, also, we're going to have a new theme song, which I've started looking into options for and possibly composing a little something or editing something together. We will oh. see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> but stay tuned for that next time. And in the meantime, we're going to go do a bonus episode, which will come out in a couple days, where I have some Bible quizzes on the book of Joshua for us to take. Oh, oh gosh. Here we go. Okay. (laughs) All right. (sighs) Thank you for joining us for Bible study today. If you want even more drunk Bible study, including ad-free episodes, early releases, personal toasts on the show, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and then write us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher, letting other people know what you like about it. Find us on Twitter at DrunkBibleCast, on Instagram at DrunkBibleStudy, or send us an email to info at DrunkBibleStudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Dedeker Winston, Emily Matlack, and me, Jace Lindgren. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album, Home of the The The. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com.